This episode of On the Record is brought to you by Associated Equipment Distributors. I'm Executive Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On the Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. Farmer sentiment improved in August, according to the Purdue CME Group Ag Economy Barometer. The August index rose 14 points from the July reading to 117. The rise in the overall measure of agricultural producer sentiment was driven by increases in both the index of current conditions, which rose 9 points in August to 118, and the index of future expectations, which climbed 16 points in August to 116. The Farm Capital Investment Index saw a slight increase in August to a reading of 39. However, this was the sixth month in a row that the number remained below 40. This suggests producers still view this as a relatively poor time to make large farm machinery and building investments. The increase in prices was the top reason as to why farmers said it was a bad time to make large investments. Despite the negative sentiment expressed about this being a bad time for large investments, the percentage of producers who say they plan to reduce their farm machinery purchases has been declining since spring. In March, 62% of respondents said their farm machinery purchases in the upcoming year would be lower than a year earlier. This month, the percentage fell to 49%, the first time it's been less than 50% since last December. This week's dealers on the move include Florida Coast Equipment, Fennig Equipment, United Ag and Turf, Chinook Equipment, Kubota dealer Florida Coast Equipment has acquired Growers Equipment Company, capping off 15 months of historic growth, increasing from four locations to 13. Ohio shortline dealer Fennig Equipment announced it's moving its Coldwater, Ohio store two and a half miles north and one mile west of its current location. John Deere dealer United Ag and Turf completed the acquisition of Austin Turf and Tractor, adding stores in Farmers Branch, Marble Falls, and Haltom City, Texas, and Bernalillo, New Mexico. United Ag and Turf now has 77 total locations. Versatile dealer Chinook Equipment has acquired Evcon Equipment, a Bobcat and Coyote dealer in Lethbridge, Alberta. Now here's Michaela Paulkner with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. A precision sprayer powered by artificial intelligence reduces total herbicide costs by more than $65 per acre, according to a university field trial. The University of Nebraska-Lincoln's trial compared GreenEye Technologies retrofit Green on Green sprayer to broadcast herbicide application. Editor Noah Newman got an up-close tour of GreenEye's system at the 2022 Farm Progress Show. The system includes a new aluminum 120-foot boom with 24 cameras plus GPUs for real-time detection and spraying of weeds, and it also has 72 sets of lights to allow the operator and the system to work around the clock. The cameras monitor for weeds as the sprayer moves across the field, and upon detection of a weed, triggers a nozzle within milliseconds to spot spray herbicide. A field trial found the GreenEye system achieved the same weed control efficacy for broadleaf as broadcast application. For grasses, the system performed at about 90% accuracy compared to about 93% with broadcast. GreenEye reduces post-emergence herbicide use by 87%, representing a more than $40 per acre savings for farmers. The system also produced a 94% reduction in burndown herbicide used during pre-emergent spraying, which saves nearly $25 per acre compared to broadcast. GreenEye CEO Nadav Boucher says reducing farmers' use of herbicides is only the beginning of the retrofit system's potential. 
Now we're working on expanding those capabilities. For example, precision spraying of fungicides, micronutrients. Uh, that's one, one value expansion and, and additional capabilities we're looking to introduce soon. The other part of it, those 24 cameras, in addition to scanning the field in real time and making real time decision of where to spray, they also collect data from the field. So we can share with farmers maps of their field, where are the weeds down to the species level, right? So you can know exactly what weeds you're handling with and making and purchasing the, the, the relevant crop protection. We're talking about crop stain count, crop stress indication, so much information that we are gathering with those cameras and we give back to our customers. Green Eye concluded its first commercial season in the U.S. this year. The system is sold out for 2023, but the company is taking pre-orders for 2024. As we've reported in the past, Agco owns a 2.9% equity stake in Green Eye Technology, a fitting addition to Agco's retrofit first approach to its technology stack. That's it from today's Technology Corner. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Michaela. While dealer optimism remains in negative territory, with a net 44% of dealers saying they are less optimistic than the last month, their sales outlook remains positive. According to the latest dealer sentiments report, the 2022 sales forecast is for sales to be up 3%. This is up one point from the previous month. A net 9% of dealers are forecasting growth in 2022, up from a net 7% the previous month. Dealers are less optimistic, however, looking ahead to 2023. Their sales forecast for next year is for sales to be down 1% year over year compared to up 1% the previous month. A net 5% of dealers are forecasting a decline in sales versus a net 3% who were forecasting growth last month. Now here's Ben Thorpe with a report from the Farm Progress Show. Thanks, Kim. On August 29th, Cummins and Bueller Industries, which manufactures the Versatile and Farm King equipment brands, announced plans to integrate the Cummins 15-liter hydrogen engine into Versatile equipment. Versatile product manager Tillage Aaron LaFleur says he's hopeful the hydrogen engines will be testing by 2024 and could hit the market as early as 2027. Part of Versatile's goal in the testing is to learn about rural distribution and on-site generation of hydrogen fuel, with Manitoba being an ideal testing ground. I know there's some talk about how could you have an electrolyzer on a farm for a big commercial operation. The advantage for Manitoba, where we are, is our electricity is extremely cheap. We're talking like eight cents a kilowatt hour or less compared to some places, say in Europe, where it's 40. You could justify maybe having an electrolyzer on the farm or these small sort of pods, secan style uh, hydrogen production facilities. He adds that in speaking with producers and distributors of other dangerous chemicals like propane, he's learned some of these companies are already learning how to create and distribute hydrogen and that the wheels are already rolling on expanding hydrogen's infrastructure. Lafleur says dealers will have new safety concerns when dealing with hydrogen-powered engines and that Versatile is focused on ensuring safety. So part of our research, our proof of concept, will be to try and figure out how to make this safe. What do you need for safety sensors? What do you need for redundancy? What do you need to even work on it? What certifications do you need to work on a tank that's running at 7,000 PSI or whatever these, uh, these hydrogen tanks on a tractor or at a filling station will run? in terms of pressure. So there is going to be a learning curve, very much like we're going to see with electricity and electrification and agriculture. It will change how dealers operate and how they need to train their staff, 100%. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Ben. And now we'd like to introduce a new feature that we'll be ending each episode with called AEI Data Points. 
This feature is a quick highlight of a noteworthy table or chart that the ag equipment industry needs to know. This week's data point is brought to you by LaForge. Just as interest rates are quickly on the rise, USDA ERS released this timely chart in August that examines 20-year interest expense ratios and the amount of gross income spent to pay the interest on borrowed money. The interest expense ratio for 2020 remained consistent with the predicted value and the 20-year average of 0.04. The interest expense ratio was highest at 0.06 in 2000 and trended downward to a low of 0.03 multiple times from 2000 to 2020. Leave a comment below on what you think the new Fed's plans are going to do for your customers and for your business. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lestermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.